Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is your host, Vinny Rulo, for the Sports Card Man podcast. This is our first uh, podcast episode. We're starting a brand new one on our Instagram, at Sports Card Man, where you can give us a follow. Um, quick introduction about myself. Uh, we'll, we'll make it brief, and then we're going to get into a lot of things about what this podcast will be all about. Um, get into some good sports debates, uh, cards, uh, topics, news, uh, you name it. Um, basically, um, I started Sports Card Man in 2018 and wanted to do something where I could create a voice in sports cards, uh, talk about you know which cards to buy, talk about you know uh, different rookies I like, different cards I liked collecting, buying. Uh, I came up with the thing buy of the day, uh, aka BOTD. Uh, basically, it just points out uh, a card that I think is the buy of the day, uh, where I think it'll go up in value, long term, short term, and the thing that separates you know our account from you know other people that are on sports cards uh, on Instagram is that you know we're projecting a future value when you look at these posts. Um, for instance, like, you know, many of these posts were way ahead of their time. Uh, if so, if you've been following us since uh, 2018, you know, thank you for that. Uh, we want to continue to grow more and more, so that's why we're putting out this type of content. I'm going to try to do it each week uh, on this podcast. So it's going to be about a half-hour episode. Um, basically, um, you know, when we make these posts, we're projecting the future value, as I said. Um, and we want to post cards that, you know, people are not thinking to buy or, you know, where, why you think, you know, it's a good buy or, you know, projecting something that, you know, someone else might not be thinking about. Um, and it's not just like the obvious choices, like we're talking about a wider range of different people, like trending people in uh, sports or people like in the media or, you know, something breaking is about to happen. Um, a few things I'll get into too is uh, on top of that. So when we developed when we developed that uh, brand starting in 2018, my main purpose was to kind of build my um, book, uh, my sports card book. Um, basically, I was working on it for two, three years or so. Started it in 2017. Uh, got it published in August of 20 or uh, August of 2019. It's called Sports Card Man: A Whole New Ball Game. Uh, we made an Instagram for that too. You can give that a follow as well. Um, it's available on Amazon, where it's an ebook. It's over sixty-eight thousand words. Uh, it covers everything uh, sports card related, whether it's buying advice, selling, um, how to break down trades, um, you know, what to look for in grading, condition, where to buy. Um, we talked about at at the time when we wrote it. We talked about a lot of cards that we thought would go up in the future um, that you know have since hit those projections. So um, it's crazy to go back and read some of it to know how advanced and how way ahead of its time it really was. Um, so yeah, this is this is something that is definitely worth buying. Um, it's only nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So for instance, if you are someone that is interested in sports cards, this is the book for you. Um, and wanting to learn it about it, you know, different strategies, um, buying techniques, selling techniques. Um, it covers literally everything. 
Um, and then, you know, this was something that was out before, you know, pre-COVID where, um, you know, we wanted to put out something that nobody else has before. Um, whether that's like um, other books have been written before, but it's, it's almost like this book covered everything. Uh, and it gives you that perspective from, you know, someone that has been covering uh, sports cards for, I would say, 20 plus years or so. I started probably in about the mid 90s um, and I have been in it the whole time. You know, some people have come and gone. Uh, some people have jumped back in when it was hot during COVID. Some people were getting into it more so when, when you know, cards were hot with, during the COVID craze. But I'm someone that has always um, been in it, and then I have done a lot of content previously. If you search my name, you can search Vinny Rulo, and you'll see all my sports card articles. Um, and, you know, a lot of those articles, too, were, you know, investment type of articles or, you know, cards that I was projecting for people to, you know, buy and, you know, and talk about, you know, why this was a good investment and things like that. Um, so yeah, that's that is the whole purpose of um, the Sports Card Man brand. It's to really kind of do something that nobody else is doing. Um, as far as like our competitors, because I know there's a lot of other sports card uh, pages, uh, nobody else is really putting out the content that you know we have created uh, here. If you look at all of our 400 plus posts or so, um, we're putting out the only. Uh, brand or sports card account that is making these types of projections whether you know 70 or 80 percent of them are, are right um, and the ones that are right are so like you know spot-on um, that's where it was almost like we were getting so many requests and DMS to continually to put more more out more and more out so that's what we we, we did uh, we made a um, a premium account, which was at Sports Card Man Premium, which we were putting it for um, a lifetime membership of $25, and you pretty much get all of our additional picks on top of um, our other free picks that we put on at Sports Card Man. But the premium gives you, on average, two to three uh, picks per week. Uh, the biggest one, most recently this year, um, as I get into my next segment, is was going to be kind of like my biggest wins and I was going to maybe mention like uh, some of my losses too just so you can see you know even when we are putting out some posts that aren't right that it's not like you got killed on it or that it was a terrible investment or things like that but uh yeah the biggest win this year I'd say on the premium was definitely the Aaron Judge uh, 2013 Bowman Chrome uh, PSA 10 uh, it was it was could have been bought for, I would say, over about $1,000. Um, probably January, February, I think we posted that on the premium. So um, it was, and we point out, you know, the future projection. We gave it a safe floor of 1400 for the projection. And right now, it's selling for $2,000. So um, if you were in the premium, you would have definitely had that opportunity to uh, get that. Um, some other ones that too that stand out too. We did really well with like um, the uh, the Yankees uh, players. Some uh, as you can see, I'm wearing a Yankee shirt. I'm a big Yankees fan. Uh, off to an amazing start this season. Um, but yeah, we did really well with Nestor Cortez this season too. Uh, we were one of the first people to buy his uh, his first auto 
uh, which was like a certified card. I think I believe it was from like 2015, I think, but it was like uh, Panini Auto, and <clears throat> we were the first ones to uh, actually buy that on eBay for like, or we bought it on one of our secret sites, which I, I won't share in this podcast, but I'll eventually get into where, you know, some other places that I can find good buys for people. Um, but uh, yeah, we bought it for fifteen dollars and we sold it. Uh, fifteen each. We bought two of them. We sold them both for like a hundred and twenty something. Uh, so and at the time it was probably like a really quick flip. It was something that only took like a week or so to do, or a week or two or so to do. So that's a really big return. Like uh, we put up like thirty bucks and we turned it into like a hundred a hundred and twenty. Uh, and to someone, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but like for only investing that little bit of money and being able to uh, get a return that quick, that's really good, um, especially in sports cards. Um, so like it's it's just like examples like that that um you know you want to try to like analyze the situation, uh, project the future value, and kind of capitalize on you know where you think that card can can reach uh, as far as like a a potential in the future and um, things like that and really staying ahead of the curve. Um, The next uh, one too, uh, another Yankee that uh, we were way ahead of the curve on too was Clay Holmes. Um, You know, I saw how dominant Clay was pitching probably like more so in like uh, April and then it continued, uh, he continued to get better and better in May. Uh, And I was like, yeah, wow, this guy is going to be you know the uh, the closer soon just because I, I knew that uh the way he was pitching and then that he wasn't allowing any runs so in early may uh we posted on our premium too um to buy his card on clmc uh which was like i believe they were like six bucks a piece or so so we actually i actually bought like six of them and i sold them uh, i believe i paid like 36 dollars and I think I've sold them all six for like $150. Um, you can probably find the, uh, the post on eBay when I sold it, but uh, I was I was one of the, the the ones that got the most money for for like an ungraded homes like at the time. Um, and it it was just like a really easy buy to analyze because like it, it was a first year Bowman Chrome Auto on a um, a guy that was dominating for only for only six bucks. So it, to me it was a no brainer. <clears throat> but yeah, that's just like. A couple that stand out too. Uh, we did find another um, buy on our pre- uh, that we recommended on our premium too. Uh, we use MySlabs a lot to kind of um, MySlabs.com to kind of see, you know, what gets posted the most recent. Um, if you look at the sold archive, you can see, you know, posts that um, or people posting cards that have sold, and then you can click on to see what else they have available for sale. Sometimes stuff goes really quick on there. Um, other times, like, you know, other stuff is overpriced. And so you just have to kind of analyze the market on there each day or each every couple hours and see, you know, what's on there. And sometimes a really good deal pops up and, you know, you got you got to be quick to get it before uh, someone else does. So uh, there was an SGC 95 um, O'Neill Cruise on uh, my slabs. And I think it was like 175 or so. A guy had a couple of them and uh, those got scooped up you know, really quick. Uh, but yeah, that gives you an idea of like, of some of our premium posts. And uh, like I said, too, we do put out uh, <clears throat> this, uh, these types of posts like on our regular um, account as well, but not as often. Um, one other thing too, uh, that I've been doing too, is uh, 
I've been helping build um, Network, which is N-T-W-R-K. Um, I've been recruiting breakers uh, to join their stream. Uh, so if you're a breaker, you're glistening, or if you were uh, want to get on the platform um, and to do breaks, I am actively recruiting people to get on uh, network. So you might have seen some of my posts on Sports Guard Man, where you know I'm uh, recruiting breakers to get on there for them, and then I'm helping promote their streams um, with with the graphics that I make. Uh, so far, a lot of people have gotten on. Um, for me and I've promoted them and promoted their, their show and you know the, the breakers so far um, Have been uh, appreciative of that. So if you're like I said if you're a breaker uh, if you're on whatnot or if you're on any other um, platform like uh, drip or loop or um, I forgot the other um, some of the other ones too, but or if you do like Instagram breaks or um, Twitch breaks or YouTube or TikTok, then <clears throat> definitely you want to get on network um, because there is a, a good chance that uh, you know you can start doing really well and they have a, a bright future for uh, sports cards as well. <clears throat> Getting into uh, you know now some more um, content side of the things too that we do um, on sports card man is that I like to uh, you know post things to you know um, a featured card of the week. Uh, that's something that we started last year on top of the BOTD, uh, which stands for by the day, as I said earlier. Um, the featured card of the of the week is more so, <clears throat> it tells like a story of, you know, the card and, you know, why I think it might go up in value, something about like more, um, something that's trend, something that relates to why it's trending for that particular week, uh, whether it's like, um, a Hall of Famer or whether it's like uh, someone that's like um, having a breakout week in, in sports. Um, but yeah, that's that's the whole purpose of the, the featured uh, card of the week post. That was something we started last year and it's, it's been really good. And uh, we definitely want to continue to put out more of those types of posts uh, for sure. <clears throat> more um, getting now more south, uh, so towards the sports end of it. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about what Sports Car Man is, but uh, the last part of the show, I wanted to talk about you know some things in sports um, happening right now and some things to look for in the future and maybe mix in some other sports card stuff too if we have time. Um, but uh, right now with baseball, it's the, the midpoint of the season. Uh, the Yankees seem to be um, one of the big favorites to have a big run in the World Series this year. Uh, as long as they get past the Astros, there's no question they should be, you know, in the World Series. They just have to make maybe a few minor tweaks to their team, whether it's adding another outfielder, whether it's, you know, getting another starting pitcher if they want to go the front, uh, the front line route or if they want to get more of just like a, a, like a gap filler type of guy. Um, there's not much out there for the trade deadline right now. You know, we've been hearing uh, Luis Castillo is a possibility. Uh, he's going to be very tough to get, um, knowing that, you know, the, the Reds have all the all the leverage right there for sure. Um, there's a few bullpen guys that could help, that maybe help, you know, the back end of the pen, rather, so the Yankees don't have to use Holmes or uh, King as much, and you know, can kind of rely on somebody else to help, you know, build the bridge to that pen for sure. Um, so we might see something happen there. Uh, I do think the Mets might do something. Uh, they might get the same thing. They might make some minor tweaks. 
uh, whether they pick up like a, an outfielder or if they pick up a, a starting pitcher too, I could see them getting somebody for sure. But I still think the Braves have the better team than uh, the Mets right now. The Mets probably have uh, the better pitching, but I think I think the Braves lineup is like much superior uh, than the Mets. Um, Acuna hasn't really gotten hot yet. Um, there's they're waiting to get Albies back. Riley is red hot. Olsen should have a better uh, second half for sure. Um, and then Swanson's had a, a breakout year. So I think that that division is still very close. Um, but I do think I do think ultimately the Braves will win it. Uh, just because last last year at the trade deadline they picked up a lot of players, so I could see something like that happening again this year too. So. It seems like the, tr- the the teams that are most active at the trade deadline make the deepest run in the postseason. At least that's been the trend uh, the last couple of years. So definitely look for that for sure. Um, I don't see anything really jumping up in value as far as like sports card wise when the trade deadline trade deadline hits. Um, you know, I don't think like Soto will get moved at the deadline. I just think that's too too short a time period for something like that to happen. Uh, I know he turned down four hundred and forty million, but I just don't, um, you know, see him getting moved at the deadline for sure. Maybe more so in the off season, um, or that'll happen. And uh, you know, you heard some other names like Frankie Montez or like Andrew Benintendi, or uh, there's a, there's a few other guys like uh, Ian Happ, or um, but no one, no one that really kind of has the like uh, sports card impact that you would want to say like hey you know you should buy this guy's card um and because you know if he goes to this team like it might go up in value so you know i posted ben Tendi getting possibly moved and uh it was a nice buy of like bowman chrome auto for like 50 bucks which wasn't which wasn't bad i mean it was solid um but but again not much of a like long-term profit there or like even the short-term profit um just because uh it's kind of like he's a solid player but it's almost like he's not really much of a prospect anymore or like a guy that's gonna you know get really hot and go up a lot in value um some other things to look forward to like coming up uh in sports uh is definitely uh next weekend is the hall of fame induction weekend so i am actually going to be doing the uh card show there uh with me and my dad will be set up um on the hall of fame street uh, it's the same show that's been around for like 40 plus years. So if you're in the Cooperstown area that weekend for um, for when the Hall of Famers are getting in, uh, David Ortiz uh, get it uh, is the one that got them through the the only guy that got them through the ballot. And then you had some guys like on the committee vote like uh, um, I can't think of his name. Gil Hodges was uh, one of the guys that got in. Tony Oliva. Um, few others i'm drawing a blank on the other guys at the moment um but yeah so those guys will will be looking for those those types of cards i'm sure it's going to be all mostly red Sox country with ortiz getting in for sure but uh like i said if you're in the area we'll be set up uh selling some sports cards there memorabilia um it's always a fun time i believe uh uh, JSA usually is there, like authenticating autographs, and there's a lot of lot of lot of cool shops. We've been going to Cooperstown for uh, 13, 14 years or so, so it's always a always a fun time. We were there last year, like during September, even with the shortened crowd when Jeter got in. So, you know that was a good that was cool for sure. Um, I I notice right now like it's tough to find uh, Ortiz stuff 
um, with him being so close to getting in, in the induction, uh, or I mean, in the in the Hall of Fame next year, I should say, with uh, being that it's only a week away, I saw that it's very tough right now to buy Ortiz stuff, right? Um, he only has two really good autographs, the 97 uh, Flair Ultra and the 97 Flair. Um, both very good cards. Um, it's just that they're they're tough to buy to kind of, you know, make a profit off of, but they're good, you know, cards to buy if you're looking to, to buy them for your collection, for sure. Um, <clears throat> some other things, too, to look forward to. The uh, Derek Jeter documentary. Uh, can't can't go um, a few minutes without spending some time on that. That I'll... I'm actually very excited for it. I think it's going to be just as good as the Jordan Last Dance um, documentary, uh, which aired in 2020 when there was literally nothing else to watch uh, during COVID. I think the Jeter documentary will, you know, help Jeter stuff see a, a bump in value. I had some of the best uh, Jeter cards going. Uh, still have some of them left. Um, I'll be doing a Jeter post um, on Sports Card Man this week to help. Um, you know, promote um, some key cards that, you know, people should know about and um, I'll talk about them and, you know, why I bought them and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting that documentary to be very good. It airs after, um, I think, the Home Run Derby, so around 10 o'clock Eastern, um, which I think will be very uh, interesting. A lot of people will talk about it, especially because Jeter was a guy that, you know, didn't give much to the media. Um, he was very short with his answers, so I think you're going to really see a different uh, side of Jeter. Um, he joined Instagram's uh, Twitter recently within the last couple months, too, uh, which was cool. So I think you're going to start seeing more of, uh, you know, a different side of Jeter. And, you know, you'll learn a lot about, you know, what it was like him playing on the Yankees, talking about, like, himself more. He was very you know, a team-oriented first guy where he was always talking about the team. So, like, now you're going to see a whole documentary of him of him talking about himself. And I'm sure, you know, all, all of his former players and coaches will chime in too. So it'll be uh, definitely very interesting to watch uh, for sure. Um, right now, uh, too, um, I should mention the National is coming up, um, which is about two weeks away, um, which is in Atlantic City this year. Um, so quick things I wanted to talk about at the National, right? So if you've never been to a National, I'm going to give you some quick uh, strategies on, and what to do and, and when you go there, right? Um, so one thing to, to do is there's so many tables that it's overwhelming. So if you're going to go, you want to go for at least two days. But if you're someone that's there for one day, you got to know how to move quick. Like you have to know okay, you know, this table, the prices are too high, like on to the next table um, if you're just browsing quick. Or if you're trying to, let's say, um, buy, here's some quick tips. Look for cards that are, are one, um, tough to find like on eBay, whether it's like a low pop or it's something that, you know, somebody else doesn't have or something that's, you know, difficult to find or um, something that's trending or... Um, something that you know you know you can't find it elsewhere and you think it's a really good deal then you have to you have to buy it um, that's those are those are the things that I usually do when I'm like at a show I'll look for something too that's also mismarked uh, so what happens is like some of the some of these guys will get so busy that they won't change the prices on stuff so 
if that's the price they're looking for it and you know it happens to be worth more then you you have to buy it this is something i wrote about in my book um it's called miss mark theory so it means basically something's price for 50 bucks but it could actually be worth like 100 or it could be like 150 or someone could have like 10 20 bucks on something and it's actually worth like 50 so if that's all they want for it and you know that's what they're asking and they're happy with it then you know you have to buy it um but sometimes people um will still look up stuff though so if they don't if they don't look it up and then you know they honor that price then you know take advantage and buy it that's it's only only so, see if only you don't buy it then somebody else will so that's why i don't really you know feel bad about it like hey you know, um don't you feel bad about when you you know bought a card off someone that was mismarked and it's almost like i don't because like that person didn't take the time to research to um see what they actually have um or they just got lazy and didn't look it up um but if you go to a card show or if you go to like a big show like that literally everybody is going to be taking their phone and just saying oh this is what this is going for this is what this is going for and like unfortunately that's the the name of the game when it comes to uh sports cards is that ebay determines the marketplace there's no really alternative marketplace for um other cards i mean sometimes you can see what it went for on like soul archive on my slabs or something that sold at auction or something along those lines but you know this is this is something that has been going on for years that people just always use ebay um and it's unfortunate and there's no other marketplace i mean some a lot of people use card ladder but they don't have every card on there so it's hard it's hard to use that sometimes too <clears throat> but um one other strategy too for the national when you're trying to make a trade make sure you you're trading with a dealer or someone set up at a table that's going to give you fair value um don't don't trade with someone that's only going to give you like 50 percent uh comps on your stuff but then they want 100 percent of comps on their stuff um it's just that doesn't really make sense from a trading standpoint because you're better off just trading with someone online or trying to trade with someone that's going to give you more fair value um this is something else i wrote about in my book it's called being on the, the wrong side of the table um a lot of dealers will you know try to almost like steal your cards in a sense and want to only pay you like 50 percent comps or want to pay like 60 70 percent comps um you really want to try to find someone that's like fair i mean if you leave a little bit on the table that's understandable i mean um they're because they're going to want to have they're going to want to resell it but i always like to try to trade up when i'm at a, at a show like i uh i want to trade something either that i think is harder to get or i want to trade for something that you know nobody else has or i can get rid of um, a few cards that get a better card um the only time i'm really trading down is if it's something i really want to get rid of i'll just package something with another card and just say like hey um, I'll get rid of this this good card here um, if you take this other card that I can't get rid of or something. That's another one um, of my strategies. And that that's a really good strategy too for trading. So um, I explain trading more, like different strategies like that in my book. Um, at, um, it's called uh, Sports Card Man, uh, a whole new ball game again if you uh, uh, missed it earlier. So uh, definitely pick that up and learn and learn these strategies. Um, as we do more of these podcasts, like each week, I'll try to chime in little 
bits and pieces that I wrote about some of uh, my book um, and really kind of, you know, uh, inf- or inform people that are listening and reward people that did take the time to listen. So uh, these episodes will be about a half hour or long or so. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, um, I'm going to be attending the national too. So if anyone you know wants to you know meet up with me or uh, talk with me uh, too. I'm more than happy to uh, um, answer any questions, and uh, you know you can feel free to send me a DM at Sports Card Man on on Instagram. Um, but yeah, we really want to take this to uh, the next level and start by putting out more um, podcast and putting out you know more content, and you know help that and hope that people will want to listen and you know tune in each week, and. Uh, my last, my last thing I'll just say for this week, we have about a minute left, is that uh, just keep you know looking for our content in the future, whether it's like buy of the day, whether it's featured post of the week, um, whether you're interested in joining the premium, which is at Sports Card Demand Premium. Um, I can give you all the details with that and what that includes. Um, whether you want to join uh, to stream on network, I can get you set up on there if you're a breaker and interested in learning about that opportunity uh, whether you do want to buy the book for nine dollars and 99 cents uh, on amazon which i think is a no-brainer um, it'll help anyone that's interested in sports cards or anyone that is new to sports cards um, for sure so um yeah definitely um tune in next week which we will be talking about more sports more sports cards maybe mix in some comics um, as well and uh, get ready and talk about you know our trip at Cooperstown so um, I thank you guys for uh, listening and uh, thank you again for tuning in uh, thank you bye